first in the, the US. in the Northwest Division, we got the Utah Jazz, who I have at 35 and 47. I have them at 32 and 50. 30 and 52. Uh, real quick, I I mean, they were competitive last year, much more competitive than we thought. Um, yep. I have them a little higher at 35 than you guys, just because I do think they have talent. Um, but I do think they take a step back. I mean, there's just a lot here in the West, and it just makes sense that they take a step back. And I don't think they would mind if they took a step back. You know, if they get a mid round, mid round, or maybe high lottery draft pick, you know, in the 10 to 14 range kind of thing, I think they'd be all right with that. Um, but yep. overall, I, I really like the roster, really like what they got going on. Um, 35, 47. Yeah, I'll be quick with this one. The West, the uh, offenses and teams are too big, too many juggernauts. Jazz are going to fall behind. They played well last year. I think some of that was in luck in some ways. I don't think they expected to play that well as they did last year. I don't think they can continue that without a true leader and star to help run that unit, where I do like players like Markinen, dope player. Clarkson, dope player. Um Walker Kessler, awesome dude, great player, great defender. Just don't think they got what it needs to happen to be able to compete in the West. I agree with that completely. I think six, seven years ago, this would be a team fighting for a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. I just think that this team, I just think with how deep the league is and especially how deep the West is, some teams are going to have to fall off, and that's just one of them. Mm -hmm. Nuggets. I have the Nuggets at 58 and 24 on their uh, defending championship tour. Uh, I mean, what's to say? I love this team. Do not love them losing Bruce Brown. Um, Seems like they're going to replace him with Christian Brown, basically. But they really did not make really any moves in the offseason. Like, none at all, basically, aside from losing Christian Brown. I think they brought someone else in, but it's not coming to me right now. Uh, Their one move that they made. So, yeah, Nuggets at 15 24. They got him last year, but there was someone. Oh, did they, oh yeah, like they, they did get him last year. They have Justin Holiday. Yeah, I think that was the one. I think Holiday, that's the maybe. one move they had. Oh yeah, I forgot they got Reggie late. He just didn't really play. Yeah, for me on this team, I have them at the same exact record at fifty-eight and twenty-four as the one seed in the West. That's Jokic. He's an offensive juggernaut and superstar and freak that we've never seen and he can lead any team to be a one seed in my opinion and jamal murray has a full season to play which i'm excited to see that unfold and happen so i'm really excited about this team 15 and 24 i think bruce brown hurts them in the playoffs i think the regular season it doesn't matter too much i actually have him at 53 and 29 which is the exact same record they had last year i think um, I think we see a step with Jamal Murray. He's going to be more confident. I think we see a little step with Aaron Gordon. He's going to be more confident. But the, again, there's just so much talent in the West that like wins can't just be. I don't think wins can just be stockpiled. I mean, yeah. I, can they get to 58? Of course. <clears throat> Could they get to above 60? Of course. They have the talent to get there. I just think that with the West, I don't think their sights are going to be regular season. I think their sights are going to be postseason run again. So. 53 and 39. I will say, I mean, I think MPJ is going to take a jump. I think he's the one that's really yeah. going to benefit from this. Um, I think they have a true home court advantage. They always play yeah, extremely absolutely. well at home, let alone the altitude. 
Um, and then that second year, we see it time and time again, like the elevation and confidence you get after winning a championship. Mm-hmm. You can almost at, you can almost give a plus five to that by automatic for for the where. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. When you go record. through when you go through like the really g- great teams, like right after that championship, like thinking the. 2011-2012 Heat, they went into that 66-win season. Obviously, the Warriors went into that 73-9. and nine. The Cavs, they were phenomenal in 17. They just obviously mm-hmm. ran into Kevin Durant. Uh, the Spurs the Spurs were a little different just because of the fact that they lost Tim Duncan and things yeah. like that. So, And, like, the Mavs were a little different. But, like, the teams that are still, like, that are younger, that win that first championship, they really they move into like a different atmosphere because they have like a, a added level of confidence as you're saying, Kyle, just wanted to bolster your point. For sure. For sure. Uh, this next team, Camden actually gave us a preview of where he was leaning uh, at the end of last season. Uh, they are the OKC Thunder. Uh, weirdly, there's some parallels here to the first iteration of contending OKC A decade teams ago, with- yeah. With Durant, with Harden, with Westbrook. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the roster construction here. I think it's perfect. Uh, God, I remember back in the day, Keenan and our friend Andrew used to play 2K and just take over a franchise and get as many draft picks as possible. And it was like, <laughs> that would never happen. That's completely fake that they have the first yeah. 15 picks in a draft. The Thunder have pretty much done that. Like, not as scattered. I mean, not as combined in one draft, but across probably the 2020s i they have a ton of draft picks and still have like plenty more to trade so whether it's this year or next year when this team eventually decides to package these picks together and make a true impact trade they can absolutely do it they they have the players and the picks for it they have an insane amount of young talent that all complement each other i really like this team i got them at 47 and 35 Well, my preview has it in here. I have them way better than 47 and 55 of whatever you said. I have them at 55 and 27. Damn. Loading up the league, rocking it. I wouldn't trade a single one of those picks and sit on them because their roster is perfectly constructed. And I love it. And I cannot wait to see Chet do what Chet does and light up the league because I think that body and play style of the Chet Wemby world is the future of the NBA, and it's very exciting. So, 55 and 27. And let's go Shay. So, um, I've got this team at 45 and 37. I do like this team a lot. Um, again, as, I, as you're going to see with all of these records, I just think the West is just a crapshoot in the sense of, like, every team is just really good. Um so I got them at 45 and 37. I do think this team is going to be a very dangerous team. This team does remind me of the 2010-2011 Thunder. Uh, not that they have KD, but Shea's very, very good. And you have that young team. That was a team that I think took the Lakers to six. And you really just saw the rumblings and the makings of a team that really could compete in the next few years. So they've got it great. They've got it together. They could package those picks for uh, – for a true, true star, depending like, a, I mean, again, we've I've brought his name up before, but Donovan Mitchell, if he wants out, you could try to see what's there. Um, I don't think so, but like down Cam the line, not. maybe a Luca, if you if, like a Luca. Down the, I'm just naming pieces and players and things like that, that they could. Paul George can might find his way back there or something like that. But whoever, the Thunder can definitely make this 
that are definitely going to be formidable and they're going to be tough. They could be last year's Kings. So Cam, where do you have them exactly? Are they a top three seed exactly like you said in June? Three. Number right three. three. Yep, okay. they're my three seed. Yep. Right. Contending team already. All right. Uh, next, I got the Minnesota Timberwolves. I actually have them one win better than the OKC Thunder. I have them at 48 and 34. Uh, they had a lot of health issues last year. I don't see Towns missing as much time, hypothetically. Um, and low-key, this team really gave the Nuggets their best shot last year. I mean, probably the Lakers, too. I mean, the Lakers got swept, but those, that was a very competitive sweep. But Timberwolves, I mean, they gave the Nuggets a pretty good haymaker there in the first round. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like this team. They got depth. They got professional players all over the roster on top of Anthony Edwards, on top of Carl Anthony Towns, and on top of Rudy Gobert, which, you know, that didn't look as bad as I think what we thought it was going to look like last year. So uh, I like this team. Again, like Keenan said, the West is a crapshoot. So what are standings and records really don't even matter because I feel like any team within that top six can be anybody at any time almost, Uh, aside from maybe maybe Mm -hmm. the top two who I have, is, which is Denver and, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, the Lakers. But other than that, man, I think anybody can be anybody at any time. Yep. For me with the Timberwolves, I got them at 45 and 37. I think Ant emerges as just an awesome rock star. I think they should move off of Towns personally, but I do like this team roster um, all around like the team, but it is the Timberwolves, so – can't have too much of my hopes up, but 45 and 37. I actually have them worse than both of you. I have them at 40 and 32 or 40 and 42. Um, I think if they move off of towns and they get a good haul, a good trade for towns, I think this team could be even better. I think the Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert fits really well. I think towns is a little odd there, which is why I always hated, which is why I didn't like that trade. But I think the one thing I do think right is can happen is Anthony Edwards takes that next step. I think by the end of the year oh, he, he definitely is. can be in that top ten conversation of players in the league. But I really comes down to if they trade Towns, I think this team could be better. I think if not, I feel they're just a little odd. So you think this I've team is worse? Like you think this team's mm-hmm. worse with Towns? Yes, I, I th- would agree. With that. I think. If depending on what you get for him, yes. Like I think if you would obviously just take Towns off and not get anything for him, it'd sure. be worse because obviously you're you're taking up. But I think that this team, if you were to say if you were to trade Towns, just just throwing something random. If you were to trade Towns for like OG and somebody else on that to OG and Gary Trent or something like something random like that, I think this team could be better because I think this team would be really Anthony Edwards' team and fully just focused around him and his development and his stardom. I guess I'm asking why do you I'd have be them interested ta- in why do you have them taking a step sending him to the next. I guess I'm asking why do you have them taking a step back and under five hundred with the collection of uh, like, um, just how their I like more teams in the West than them. Interesting. Okay. I like gotcha. more teams in the West than they do. Got you. It really Got you. just has like again, this a lot of this just has to do with how good the West is. Like I yeah. Five or six years ago, I think this team again forty eight and thirty four for sure. I get it completely. Like when the Utah Jazz were get, as the number one seeds, like during that time, I think this team could compete with all of those teams. But I just think right now the West is just too good. Really do. 
All right, Blazers. I actually kind of regret the record I gave them. Kind of want to give them a couple more wins, but I have the Blazers at 28 and 54. Um, I like the collection of young talent on this team as well, especially with the addition of DeAndre Ayton. Um, I guess I kind of feel like they're the Pistons in the sense that they've got a lot of young talent, but how well does it fit? Um, but how can you not love Scoot? Anthony Simons is still, I think he's like 22, and he was emerging last year. He played really well. Uh, he can shoot the lights out. You got DeAndre Ayton. You got Jeremy Grant still. Um, who the fuck else they got? They got more young players. They got uh, Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp, yes, exactly. Shaden Sharp. So they got a really good young nucleus. Brogdon. Brogdon, that's right. They got Brogdon. Uh, they, they've got an interesting team. Uh, I'm not sure if Chauncey's the guy to coach Rob his team. Williams. Rob Will, that's right. They got Rob Williams, that's right. Uh, yeah, I really like They got this. a lot, dude. You can almost convince me of this being a 34-win team. It's just how do they fit and how does Chauncey coach them? Um, I'm really not sure about Chauncey as a coach. I loved him as a player, but not sure of him as a coach, though, right now. But maybe. I mean, the more you're, the more you're naming those players, I mean, you could talk me into 35 wins. I'm just – it's hard when you've got a 19-year-old point guard. That's a lot to handle. That's a lot of egos to manage as a point guard at that age. So Kyle just said this number, and I'm right on that. 35 and 47 is where I have these guys. I think this roster, as new as it is, they got players. They have eight players that I think could start on all sorts of teams. I love their units that they'll be able to do. I don't know if they're going to go with DeAndre Ayton, Rob Williams lineup at the same time to have some sort of twin tower defense thing going on. But I'm a really huge fan of Scoot this year and seeing what Scoot can do with this team. So I have them better than both of you. I have them actually at 41 and 41. I like everything. I like this team a lot. I think that they have a lot of young talent, obviously. I think Scoot is the truth. Like, obviously, if what, like, they have an all time great prospect in Wemby. So he obviously wasn't going to go number one. And then the Hornets, I think, made a terrible decision going to Brandon Miller, in my personal opinion. So, but I, <laughs> I mean, not that it's going to be like the Mike thing, but I think it's going to be like a Sam Bowie compared to picking Mike. Like, I mean, obviously, Sam Bowie is a different situation because of the what the Portland needed at the time they had Clyde. But, I do. I really like this Portland team. I think that Portland is going to be a, they, to me, they fit. They have, obviously they have young players. They have Scoot, Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp. So you have shooters there, but you have a true point guard in Scoot. You have Thibault who can play defense. You have Jeremy Grant, who's a, you have Jeremy Grant, who is a nice wing who can get you points when you need it. And then you have DeAndre Ayton. Plus you have Rob Williams, who doesn't actually have to start, who can play you 15, 20 minutes, so you can probably preserve his health as well. Obviously, he might get injured still. It's Rob Williams. But I just like everything about this young nucleus. Obviously, they're young, and they're not going to be, like, contenders or anything like that. But I think that they're definitely play-in contenders for sure. You have them better than the Wolves, though. Mm-hmm. Why is that? That was, I don't like, hate that. I don't yeah. hate that. This is I do. a young, young I team. really – if the, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think Scoot is very, very good and will be instant impact in the NBA. Yeah, I agree with that. I just forty-one wins as a nineteen-year-old. I don't know if that roster had more fit to it. 
maybe. Like maybe especially if they had Dame still. But I, I think do they're like just Dame. really new to each other. Like nobody. I think they do. Personally, for me, they do have. I think fit. they have a lot of fit. I think they have I a lot of fit. I think they're and if they had and a better they go coach. Nine, I mean, I think they go eight nine deep. I agree with that. I just yeah, maybe I, I think I think the eight. And I think I agree with Keno, and this team is nice. I do like the young talent. I just don't know about the fit, especially with the Rob Will Aiton thing. But I think Rob Will will probably end up being a uh, that could a be two units piece, though. Could be, could be. Um, and I, I do like he's Aiden. never played more than like twenty five minutes a game and not got hurt. It's true, it's true. And I do like Aiton with the new change of scenery. Like I think that's really good for him. I did not like him in Phoenix. Um, so I mean, in that case. Phoenix definitely won, or sorry, Portland really won that side of the trade. Yeah. Getting rid of Nurkic and getting Aiton back, and Brogdon and Rob Will. I mean, that's that's a great haul. Um, but you could, I don't know about up to forty one. They got what they should. I definitely, yeah. I, I definitely could see them getting to thirty five. Forty one though, I mean, shit. If he's at forty one, then Scoot's probably getting Rookie of the Year if they get to forty one. So, but we'll see. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, next, we got the Southwest Division. I got the Grizzlies first, and I have the Grizzlies at 47 and 35. By the way, that look tells me Keenan definitely has Scoot as Rookie of the Year. Uh, I got the Grizz at 47 and 35. Very dependent on what Marcus Smart does in the backup role to John Morant um, in those first 25 games of the season. Um, I think Jaw's going to be just fine when he gets back. But I think as I was doing this last night, or maybe before I did it, they lost Steven Adams for the season already. Uh, they've already lost Brandon Clark for the season. So they're already thin at big. I'm um, assuming they'll make a move, especially with them losing each prior to the season. So I would assume someone else is in there by the time we get to January. Um, so I might even dock them a little bit, but I'll keep them right now at 47 and 35. Uh, I do like the roster. They do play well without John Morant. Um, and I think they upgraded from Dylan Brooks to Marcus Smart. But we'll see. Some questions here, but overall, I think, you know, they're still a good team in the West. Will they be a contending mm-hmm. team? We will see. Time will tell. Yeah. I'll be quick with this. I got the Grizzlies at 43 and 39. I think they're okay. Don't love that they lost their bigs. Um, Jaws coming off of some things that I don't really want. I don't know how it's going to affect him, all this stuff. Um, I think Jaw has a lot of chances to still be great and do awesome things, but I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't think Marcus Smart helps this team all that much, to be honest. I really don't. Um, so I got him at 43 and 39 somewhere. And this is interesting. And a lot, that's on the lower side of the West for me. So this is where we get, we disagree on things. I think have their 39 and 43 and they completely miss the playoffs. I don't like this team to start off the season. I think they start off behind the eight ball and they can't catch up. It's fair. That's I fair. don't see it. They're, I don't they're, love they're, this way, team. they're I, too well coached. They are far too well coached and they've played without jaw. They, they are much. well. And they got Desmond they are Bain well there coached, still, but I mean, we, who is I, one of the better young players with triple J. I don't know. I don't see it. They got they got a lot. They to, got a good I mean, nucleus. Luca and Kyrie missed the playoffs last year completely. That's what I'm saying. And they were the four seed at that point. Yeah. So I'm just very like true. I just I think I have an even better roster that's going to miss the playoffs too. 
I don't know. The Grizzlies, to me, they just feel like they need a retool, and the Mark Marcus Smart is not the retool. I just, nope. and I could be dead wrong on this, and they could just, and they could go back to being what the Memphis Grizzlies have been for the last few years. But I just don't think they start off well, and they just get behind the eight ball. I could see them eight and twelve, or not even eight and twelve, like seven and thirteen to start off. Mm-hmm. And I just think in the West, it's going to be. Re- I think it's starting wise, it's going to be really important to start well in the West. I would agree with you if they had a choppy coach, but they they've proven to have a true uh, culture there, uh, with or without Jaw. Uh, Taylor Jenkins is one of the best coaches, period, in the Western Conference. So, I mean, if you're asking, if you're going to handicap him without John, ja you're having him insert Marcus Smart there. Say what you want about Marcus Smart. He did decent as the point guard in Boston. He made much improvements as a playmaker. Um, sure. Don't mm-hmm. love the depth, so I can see where you're coming from there, and especially now for Steven Adams. Like, I can get behind more what you're saying now with the injury of Steven Adams, for sure. Um, Let's move on, though, because we do got a lot more to get to. Mavericks, I actually have them at 42 <laughs> and 40. I have them missing the playoffs again for the second straight year. Well, all right. I got them at 40 and 42. So mm. very close, but I have them below 500. I have them just – I have them at 44 and 38, which really isn't too far off from where you guys are. I do have them making the playoffs, though. Um, I, do I do like. I wish they would have gotten Thibel for their sake. I think them not getting Thibel is tough because that would have been a nice defender for them. Um, I just it's hard for me to see Luka completely missing the playoffs back to back years. I think they will have enough there, especially with a full season of Kyrie and Luka, that they'll be able to sneak out above a little above a five hundred. I was with you until you said full season of Kyrie. We haven't seen a full season of Kyrie since what the Cavs. I more so meant like I more so <laughs> meant like Kyrie and Luca having time to like understand how to play with each other. Now like, I really um, I gotta hear though because yeah, no, like, I gotta hear though because I will say this. I heard you on the Timberwolves, yeah. but the having the Mavericks out of the Timberwolves now I have real questions because I I like Kyrie and I like Luca. I love them together. Actually, I think they do complement each other well. I do not like the entire roster yeah. after that. The roster is pretty weak after that. Whereas at least I think the Timberwolves they made are some deep. moves. They did make some moves, but I think the Timberwolves I are think, a legit deep team. Well, I think that I think the Timberwolves are decently deep, but I mean they don't have. I mean their depth isn't to me crazy. I mean Kyle Anderson. I like Kyle Anderson. Nicole, uh, Alexander Walker, I do life, but Jordan McLaughlin, Troy Brown, Nas Reed, I think they're solid. But I also think that Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell, Grant Williams, Derek Grant Williams is a big signing. I, think. I do like Grant with them. And then I think they got Seth Curry. I like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say I like Luca better than Anthony Edwards, even though I think Anthony Edwards is great. So the real wild card here is, is Kyrie giving you injury aside, is Kyrie giving you a full mental season? So that's really what it boils down to. But I think, I mean, they're only a few games ahead, but 
I could, I mean, I could see the Timberwolves being 44 and 38 and the Mavericks being 40 and 42. Like, I don't think that's a crazy, I mean, it's not like there's too many games in between them. I just edge, I edge the Mavs a little bit. True, true. I just don't think the Mavs can guard anyone at the end of the day. I think that's going to be their downfall. Um, I actually, it's not under my bold prediction, so I'll just say it here. Uh, I think Kyrie is a Laker by the end of the season. Do not think he will finish the season with the Mavericks. Okay. That's but okay. where are we now? Pelicans. I have the Pelicans at 46 and 36. Uh, I think Zion, I think we get more games of him. He's actually in shape for once in his life. And he was wrecking people when he was out of shape. Uh, so I can't imagine what he will do now that he's shed probably 20 pounds or so. So I have them at 46 and 36, somewhere in the middle seeds of the playoffs. Uh, I think they'll be a good team, maybe not necessarily a contending team. And I think Zion will be uh, scary, providing he can stay healthy. Fair. I had to put some losses somewhere, and this is one of the places I put some losses. As much as this team is gotten a lot of players and we get to see Zion for the first time, I don't love – even, and they rocked the beginning of last year too. They played really well at the beginning. I have the Pelicans at 32 and 50. I do not think they're going to play well together. Um, I think that people are going to get upset. I do not love what this team is going to do. I have the Pelicans at 32 and 50. So I'm actually closer to Camden than Kyle, but go on, Kyle, before I say that. I was going to say, I mean, how? How do they get – they've gotten more than 32 wins without Zion a lot of the time. Now you're adding Zion to the mix well, with CJ. Well, let me just say this. And Brandon Ingram. Yep. I did say that I had a more talented team than the Grizzlies that had less wins. And this is the team that I was talking about. Um, I a lot less wins. Don't, I know. I don't know how this team fits. I don't love CJ as a point guard. I like Brandon Ingram as a player. But this team has been working for this for a long time and I don't like what they've got going on. I don't know if they're going to move off of Zion for all I know. Um, I just don't love how this team's constructed right now. The Pelicans organization is not my favorite in terms of what they've been able to do post Anthony Davis. Um, And yeah, I just don't love this team. Don't love this team. And Their depth is strong in a lot of ways, but I've never, I haven't seen Zion in a full season. How am I supposed to say how many games they're going to win? He might play only 10 games, and that's not, that's more likely than him playing 50 games to me. So that's why I have them at 32 and 50. So I have my 36 and 46. Um, I like more teams in the West than them. I, yep. They do have talent, of course. I mean, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, they don't play a whole lot of defense either. And again, for some reason, I have more confidence that Kyrie's playing 60 games than Zion. I don't, I just don't know Zion, Mariah Mills, Williamson. I don't know what he's doing. So like, (laughs) I just don't know. Like if Zion plays games and like this team can be like all cohesive, then sure. But if not, if Zion's not there, I don't think CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram with Jonas Valanciunas gets it done in the West. I actually think Kyrie plays basketball this year for some reason. And then next year probably does something stupid. 
which is why <laughs> Mavericks a little higher. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a now or never season for Zion. I mean, we haven't seen him hardly at Absolutely. all these first three seasons, and he's actually in shape. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, it's a tough bet, but, I mean, at some point you got to play, and, I mean, it's got to be this year. I mean, when he is on the court, he's unfucking guardable. Like, he, he literally is like Giannis or Shaq around the rim when it comes down to it. Like, you just can't guard him. And uh, when you have a player like that that makes everyone around you better and you have legit scores and CJ and Brandon Ingram and you've got – Jonas Valanciunas there, who can, yep. uh, you know, protect the paint a little bit and is definitely an elite rebounder. Um, you know, when you got a franchise, a true franchise player like that in Zion, he can make life a lot easier. So, you know, whether it's 55, whether it's 65 oh, games man. that he plays, you know, I yeah. think it's going to be a true impact. I mean, I can't see this team not being, you know, at least in the mix, you know, especially with the level of, how they played without Zion. They they were competitive even without Zion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I, I have them lower. I just don't I just I don't have trust and faith in this team. They'll be a team that proves it to me, and when they do, I'll give them all the credit in the world. But I just don't have a full lot of faith in this team. Next I got the Rockets at 32 and 50. Not a ton to say about them. I like their young talent. I like Eme as their coach. Uh, how that young talent fits mm-hmm. and how they respond to Eme's coaching. It took the Celtics quite a bit, at least, what, the first three months of the season to really adjust to Eme. Uh, he's a true coach. He's going to get on their head. He's going to get on their ass. Uh, he's just, you know, he's a tough coach. He's a true coach you would want in a, in a contender's position. So for him to be with all these young guys who really need that tough love type of coach, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I'm not sure what players will continue to be there as far as those young guys go. But uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, I do love the Thompson twins. So I love Ahmed Thompson. Uh, I love the Cam Whittemore signing, um, or sorry, draft. Uh, I love the Fred Van Vliet signing. So I think they'll be competitive already with the young talent they have on the roster. Um, but it's going to be a weird fit with Ime. And uh, with their just weird nucleus of some vets with uh, Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, along with all those young, talented players. Yeah, for me, I got them a 25 and 57. The West is too hard. They're too young. Their signings, to me, were a little strange. I don't even fully know what their offense will look like with Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, and Fred Van Vliet. I don't love a Fred Van Vliet. Um, Jalen Green backcourt. I think that might be a little strange, to be honest, in size and scoring. Um, I do like Sengun. He's a legit player. I like that guy a lot. I like Jabari Smith. So they have talent, but they're too young and not... Like, Ime can bring a team up like this, but it's going to take time. And this is not their year. So this is a rebuilding, figuring out who we are. Um, 25 and 57. I have them 29 and 53. I think this is a team where you're going to see, okay, is Jalen Green a guy we can build around or is a guy that we might not be able to? Uh, is Sangoon really, a, like, is he going to even take that more of a step? I think it's really going to come down to those kind of things for this team. They're not The West is too good. They're not going to compete, but that's 29-53. And last, we got the Spurs, who I actually have at 29 and 53 as well. Um I think they're going to take their time with Wemby. 
which is insane because I think he's an impact player right now. And I think they could be in the 35 to 37 wins if they really were just like, okay, Wemby, go out and play kind of thing. Um, He's outstanding. He is absolutely outstanding. I think he's going to do at least 10 to 12 to 15 things, whether it's on defense, whether it's on offense, whether it's just him floating around on the court. I think he's going to do absolutely ridiculously athletic and freakish things uh, on the basketball court that we have never seen. Um, So it's 29 and 53 really as a baseline. I can't imagine them losing more than that, but I don't know. I could see this team winning more, but I think by all accounts, it sounds like they're going to take the slow road with Wemby, but I think they could be competitive right away. I truly do. Sorry for all my rustling. All my things are dying, but (laughs) (laughs) there we go. Um, For me, I got the Spurs at 31 and 51. I think Wemby is an impact player. They're going to have a lot of fun using Wemby this year, and I can't wait to watch this team. But they're young, they're new, and one player isn't going to – like, Wemby is as good as people say he is. I just don't think he's going to get them up to a playoff standing point yet by himself with this roster currently constructed. So 31-51 and for the Spurs. Here's the thing. I think that about halfway, I think they're, they're going to try to be like cautious with Wemby. And I think halfway through the season, he's going to make a difference enough to where they're just going to be like, no, like we're going to allow him to play more. And I have them at 41 and 41. I really wow, think between right. him and Scoot, like him and Scoot, I think are going to be two rookies that are going to be able to take their respective rosters a lot of places i like keldon johnson i like uh, devin vassal i like trey jones like and then i think i think this is going to be a resurgence for pop coaching like i think both like him coaching bad bad teams has been it i think this is going to be one, a resurgence where he's going to be like you're going to see games won off of his like smart coaching and again, this is contingent on Wemby playing like 68 to at least 68, 70 games. If he doesn't, I am uh, completely in line with Kyle. I think it's 29 and 53, something like that. Yeah. But I do, for some reason, I have a feeling that like halfway through the season, they're going to just say, this guy's too good. We can't. We just- he should play like 65 games. Like, you should play your rookie star that much. I'm hoping he plays 65 games. And if that's mm-hmm. true, I do think he's going to be too good to where they don't win at least damn near half of those games. And then you will win some games without him in yeah. the lineup. So they should be able to get conceivably to at least 34 wins. Um, but I don't know. I just can't wait to watch if, his uh, level of talent. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Forty-one this, and forty-one's really contingent on him playing a lot. If not, if he yeah. doesn't play, like if they shut him down after like forty, then that's out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compl- I'm gonna be wrong on it completely. That's completely out the window. I don't see him playing like forty. I could see them. I could see them playing like fifty-eight to sixty. But he should play. He really should play sixty-five. And I agree with you. I like their other young pieces, like Keldon Johnson, like Devin Vassell. Uh, like Sochan, Jeremy Sochan. I, like, I yes. love their young pieces. Yeah, I don't think... He's a starting PG, too. I can't yeah. wait to see him play that. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, I wish they had a little more on their bench. Like, I think they could have got someone like Austin Reeves this year and just went for it immediately and been a playoff team. But we'll see. I really do think he's going to be too good for them to just hold back because he's Mm -hmm. an immediate impact guy. Uh, Pacific Division, the funnest, the most fun division in the Western Conference. Uh, We'll start with the Clippers. People get mad at me. We got we got the Clippers first, who I have as a playing team at forty three and thirty nine. Alrighty, I got the Clippers at thirty eight and forty four. Mm. I have them the exact opposite. I'm having forty four and thirty eight as a seven seed. I think okay. that they have the potential to be a fifty plus win team. You have to bake in Kawhi missing time. You have to. Bacon, Paul George missing time, probably. I mean, he's a guy who possibly could, but he's been missing time multiple. But during those times where they are missing time, I think that's when you see 25, 8, and 7 Westbrook. And I think they can win games that way in the regular season. Playoff-wise, not so much. But I think Westbrook still has that kind of game in him when he's the solo guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was really – my record was almost contingent on all the injuries. And really almost like a prove it to me pick, which it's like none of them are watching this podcast. Let's give it a fuck about what I say. But <laughs> it's really just like a, yeah, yeah this team Kyle could, Warner. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it really could be a 52 win team or it could go mm-hmm. poorly and, you know, be what Camden said and be a high thirties win team. Absolutely. But I'm putting them right in the middle and just, I really want to see what they do because man, anytime they get any sort of, of momentum, Anytime an injury happens or the bubble when they absolutely clenched up and, you know, choked that game away against the Nuggets, that series away, like yeah. something happens with this team. Uh, and they really should have booted on this shit like this offseason. I don't understand why they didn't trade one, if not both of them. Uh, but they'll be running it back with Westbrook and Kawhi and Paul George. And I just have a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh there's a real possibility that at some point this roster will have James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Uh, could you imagine if I said to you guys, we had a time machine and current me told you guys in what, 2012, let's say, let's say we're coming off the 2012 finals. And at that point, I don't think Ka- is Kawhi in the league. Yeah, I think Kawhi's in the league. Yeah, in give 2015 finals. We can even go 2014 finals. Come off the 2014 finals. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 2012 though. I'm going to say 2012, and if I came back and told you guys that Westbrook and James Harden will have played with, I believe, five teams apiece within, by the time we get to 2023, that Harden will have played with Durant and Westbrook at separate locations by the time we get to 2023, but that they will be on the same team as Paul George and Kawhi in 2023, who have also played on two other teams by the time they get to the Clippers uh, you guys would think I was fucking insane, and you would say probably. You guys would probably say, "How many rings does this Clippers team have? They must have five or six. Uh, no, all of them have zero. Or besides Kawhi, sorry, they all have zero rings. Uh, it's insane. It's absolutely it insane, insane to think about where these guys were ten to twelve years ago to where yeah. we are now with a lot of those, a lot of that error. How much all of them have either intersected and played with each other. Or just amounted to either nothing or just, I don't know, it's a bunch. It's a bunch. That is a weird era for sure. Excuse me. The stars of the 2010s. All the the overlap there. Yeah. No, I don't. It just makes no sense to me. You have a 
you have a two-time finals MVP and a two-time champion. You have a guy who's a perennial all-star and was in an MVP conversation one year. You have two other MVPs. If Harden does go there on one roster and you only got one, you got two championships, but one championship as like the what Kawhi is the main guy out of all of them. It's crazy. And out of all of them, out of all of them, you have one finals appearance past that Thunder one. If you're, I mean, obviously two, but like, I mean, again, I'm the first one I'm setting to a side right now because Kawhi wasn't the main guy, even though he won finals MVP. MVP One finals appearance out of all four of them. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty whack. It's crazy. Let's breeze through these last four. Kings, I have at 44 and 38. Also a playing team, actually. Uh, what do y'all have? 50 and 32. 45 and 37. I think they take a little bit step back from last year, but they still are a formidable team. Yeah, I have the Kings in the play-in pretty much by Keenan's logic of, you know, with the Timberwolves, of there just being too many good teams. Difference between the Kings and the Timberwolves for me is I think the Kings can't really play any defense, which is why I have them taking a slight step back here. Um but I think this is a potent team. I think they can compete with anybody. I would just like to see them compete on the defensive side of the ball a little more and like to see if they eventually move on from Harrison Barnes, what that would look like. What, what would they get for a package back? It would presumably be like some bench players, but I'd be interested to see how they can round out that young depth yeah. that they have. Yep. Yeah, I feel real about this team. I love it. I think they're a good team. They're offensive juggernauts. So that's all I got to say. Love them. Next, Lakers. I have them as my two seed in the West. I have them at 54 and 28. Wanted to pick them as my one seed. I also have them at my two seed at 57 and 25. I have them actually at my four seed at 46 and 36, and that's really contingent because I don't believe Anthony Davis is playing a full season. I don't think LeBron's playing a full season. Season. Mm. You told me they play 75 by 54, 52, 54. I just think that they're yeah. going to take a little bit of a hit because of the injury. I th- So for me, I think Anthony Davis will finally become the best player on that team for the whole year, and he is going to light it up and rock happens, the West this year. That happens then for sure. Yeah, I, I do think there's going to be a little bit of an Anthony Davis renaissance. I think it kind of started mm-hmm. in the playoffs last year where he finally looked like an impact guy again. I feel like after, yep. the, after the championship ring, he had this weird stretch where it really just seemed like, I want to say he rode LeBron's coattails because he definitely played well in 2020 in the finals and all that, but he definitely did not deliver in 21 or 22. Nope. And, uh, even the early part of last year, but he looked phenomenal in the playoffs and especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, let's move on to the Suns here, though, who I have at 48 and 34. I have them at 51 and 31. I have them at 48 and 34, but in mine, they are the two seed. I'm just going to quickly talk about them and you guys can do it. Um, I think, obviously, Bradley Beal, uh, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker together, I think that's going to be interesting. They don't really have a real point guard. Bradley Beal is going to play point guard. We'll see how that adjusts. They're really an AAU team. So they're going to get streaky at times, but also at times they're going to show that they can't play defense all that much. But the trade for DeAndre Ayton made me go from, like, they can't win a championship to I think they now could compete to win one. I would agree with that, except they got Nurkic back, 
which I don't understand how the hell Nurkic fits on this team. I, uh, I again, I agree with you. I liked the subtraction of Aiton, hated the addition of Nurkic. This was already a team I was questionable about on defense, and they added someone who will not be able to guard in the pick and roll um, and will not be able to guard the Anthony Davises of the world, will not be able to guard uh, uh, Jokic, Giannis, any of those guys. Um, so they're a very weird team for me. I like. I think they'll be good in the regular season with all those one-on-one scores. But at the same time, Durant misses a lot of time. Bradley Beal misses a lot of time. Booker can get dinged up here and there. Um, so I'm really struggling to see, like, envision whether they're a better regular season team or a better postseason team. So they're yeah. an entirely weird team for me. Uh, next, though, last in this conference, last in this division, I have the Golden State Warriors at 47 and 35, one game behind the Suns. This is where people are going to get mad at me. I have the Warriors at 39 and 43. Okay. Drop off. Um, I completely agree with Kyle. I have them at 47 and 35, one game behind the Suns. Cam, why the drop off? You have them making a play in, and they could play good. I think Chris Paul is idiotic on this team and is not a good addition. Team's too small, and they're going to not be able to play defense. They'll be able to score well, but I don't think defensively they'll be good at all. I am worried about the defense. I do like the Chris Paul addition as far as the continuity he already seems to have with Steph Curry and him being able to get everybody their own shots. Um, but this team in general is a huge question mark for me. I they're have like this no tall. idea. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be gar- able to guard anybody <laughs> in that backcourt. That part's scary. Um, there's already even their front court. Their front court is small. Yeah. Yeah. Six five Draymond. Looney's low key only like six eight. Um, I don't know. This is going to be a weird. This is going to be a very weird season. I think the drama will continue to follow them. Uh, there's already rumblings about Clay's contract and how he's not. Mm-hmm. How they're far apart. Um, I don't know. This could be the last dance, so to speak, if we want to call it that, for this Warriors team. Um, 